Okay, brothers, let's get it going. Let's start the month of the month of Cheshvan is sponsored by Moshe Nivel Kesselin, B'schus all the Chayalim, protecting Am Yisrael. This week is sponsored by Carol Stone Abdam in honor of Bonnie and Ellie's 35th wedding anniversary, and by Nitz and David Jerome in honor of Nachal Libi's first birthday. Um, and I want to speak, say also a tremendous yeshakoach to, to all the Chavah that are learning with us online, wherever you are in the world. And we're just, we're, we're saving spots for you here. We're saving spots for you here. But thank you so much for being with us, for learning with us, for growing with us. And we should be together soon. Thank you. We should be together soon. It's, I've never felt such such a sense of uh, of mysterious nefesh to to turn on the learning mind because it's such a nisayon to be in a in a place of learning right now. It, mamash, I'm telling you, it's mamash, mamash, mamash. Especially as as two two of our warriors were just wounded very badly in Yerushalayim right now, and if you go on Yerushalayim and one, is, one of, and one of them is critically injured, and especially right now as if the, the certain reports that we saw that our, our holy tzaddikim, our chayalim, are um, at, a, at a stage in the battle that um, is as critical as it is, especially when you feel inside that we're still not really receiving Jewish command like Jews, but rather like people that are still taking in foreign considerations that should have nothing to do with the way that Jews fight for their life, it makes it even more of a Mesirat Nefesh to really like calm the brain down and say, let's go back into our Torah that we're learning so that we could be part of a revolution, of a brand new way of, not a brand new way actually, of an old way, of, a, of an original way of thinking and of, and of operating and of justifying our, our existence here and our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu and everything that falls under that category. So as much as the, our brains are so foggy, you know, our brains are so foggy, I, I woke up this morning and I reached out to a friend, like Mamish, like at close to 7 a.m. I said, you know, how do you do the morning? Because to me the morning is very hard. It's actually one of the hardest things of the day. How do you do the morning? He said, what do you mean? What's, what's the hardest part of the morning? I said, I don't know, like, looking at my children in the morning you know just looking at my children in the morning because I want to believe that as a as a tzibur we are not just achdus achdus is is wonderful but, but if we're all in achdus without a clear target without a clear understanding of what we're doing our achdus is very very beautiful but marosh, what's going to do with the head now, what's going to do with our head? And that's, I'm just sharing, like, my, I, I, this is, these are not the days to hold back, and this is really, you know, really what I'm feeling so strongly right now. And like I shared with the Cheva yesterday, that of Leo D told me last week that uh, he came with a great idea about uh, a campaign throughout the States that we have to do called Bring Them Home, and it has nothing to do with the hostages. And I feel more I feel more invigorated I feel more I feel just in order to be real with myself you know I feel that 
that's that's part of the front that we're that we're dealing with right now. It's part of our front of of what we have to really dig deep and find more love than we ever did before. Lamana chenu vachyotenu that are also to a certain degree in hostages. And like I said on Shabbos, we're also hostages of certain conceptions that we that we've come up with over the years and have dug deep, deep tunnels, and, and we're deep into these tunnels of a conception that has kept us hostage. Um, and this is, these are just, there's so many different examples of what that is. What does that mean? What kind of tunnel have I dug myself into that, uh, that I'm, that I'm, you know, where is it in me? Where, where am I a hostage? What am I a hostage about? What am I a hostage? Where am I a hostage with my own conceptions? And um, I pray that if anything, you know, what we're doing now, what we're doing now is, is we're hopefully climbing out of ladders that we actually went down in on our own. Bless you. And that we're hopefully trying to pull ourselves out of Bezrat Hashem. Um, Eli, you just missed. Happy anniversary. <laughs> 35 years and another 35 and 35 and 35 in good health. Amen. And with, and with Mamish real shalom. Real shalom, without any pachad of being a yid, of being a yid living in Eretz Yisrael, not surrounded by any enemy, Bezrat Hashem. Not by any enemy. So, Chevron, now we're going to do the hardest work, and that is to focus. Okay? Let's go back to the last thing that we learned. We spoke about Pinchas. We went all into Pinchas, a lot about Pinchas. We spoke about the whole story of Midian. We spoke about Moshe Rabbeinu being part of the Nakama in Midian, which is really the Nakama for Hashem. We spoke all about Pinchas. In order for us to understand this whole concept of Nakama thoroughly, we also have to look at two more incidents, at least two more, that'll help us understand where, you know, our whole matzav of waking up from this coma. And that is Shimshon, and that is the story of Shechem. So he's going to speak about, Rav Kahana is going to speak here about the concept, but first about, uh, we're, going to see Shim, we're going to see about uh, Shimshon. If you have, do you have Dav, what's the, do you have Dav Kuf Kaf Gimel? Okay. So look at Dav Kuf Kaf Gimel, the second paragraph on Kuf Kaf Gimel. Some of the pages didn't print both sides. Do you have Kuf Kaf? Does everyone have Kuf Kaf Gimel? Hey, I just have hey. You just have hey. Okay, one second. There should be enough. Kuf kaf gimel. Who else needs kuf kaf gimel? Kuf kaf gimel. Anyone else need kuf kaf gimel? Yes. These are a few more. Kuf kaf gimel. Anyone else kuf kaf gimel? Yeah, one, one more. Manual here. Here, Kuf Kaf Gimel. Here's another Kuf Kaf Gimel, and another one for every needs. Okay. Shimshon. Shimshon Agibar. Shimshon. I, mean, I was just learning. I have a chavrusa and sefer shoftim with someone, and uh, brushing up on my uh, on my shoftim. You know, we, we were going through the through navi, and 
Um, Sefer Shoftim is really, really far out. And the story of Shimshon is really something, I feel like it's still like a little bit of a sod. I don't think we really know what to do with Shimshon because of certain aspects about Shimshon that people don't have the gvura to really say, listen, this is... We had an example. We had an example of something. And because he's like all other characters that we don't know what to do with, eclectic, we don't put them in the forefront of things because we don't know what to do with them because they're too eclectic. They're too... They're just... They're not the simple meet of, oh, he did this and he did that. No, this was a gibor that, that acted like a yid, right? So... This Mida of Nekama is, he's going to say over here, it's like he says in the second paragraph, Hamida Shem Nekama Mushreshet Etzel Yisrael Ve'etzel Manigem Agdolim. The Mida was rooted by all of our Manigim, but we see it specifically, Kach Matzano B'Shimshon. Acharei Asher Vayachotam Shokal Yerech Makak Dola. So after he took care of business, where he needed to take care of business with Plishtim, right? Acharei Vayachotam Shokal Yerech Makak Dola. What does it say afterwards? Ba'u Anshei Yehuda, Remember the story? Anche Yehuda come and say, Oh my God, what did you do to us? You're going to cause us to, to be under attack now. How could you do such a thing? And they wanted to bring him to the Plishtim. Because they were scared and they said, You know the Plishtim are governing over, the, over us. What have you done to us? I did to them against what they did to me. Sounds so fanatic, right? <laughs> Crazy. You know any you know any kids named Shimshon? I do. You know any Rabbein named Shimshon? I do. I don't know. Makaralano. Makaralano. Velo Shimshon Huchtar Beshem Tzadik. Shimshon's called a tzadik. What did Delilah know about Shimshon? That he never ever said Shem Hashem Levatala. We know when we say about someone that they never said Shem Hashem Levatala, what do they say about their, about their status? It means that their spiritual, their, their, their spiritual being is aligned with their physical being, that they're one, they're aligned with themselves. They're baredat. They're bareidat. It doesn't mean they're crazy ragshanim that go out into the world, crazy emotional people that just act like crazy. No, it means that if he never said Shem Shamayim Levatala, that's a concept of saying he knew how to, he was, he was very much aligned with his ruach and nefesh and his guf. He was very much there. Ve'odamru, Shimshon danet Yisrael ke'aviyem sheva shamayim. The way Shimshon was, was judging Am Yisrael was like, was like Hashem. Meaning his, his level of seeing Am Yisrael was very, very clear. He wasn't confused. And again, in the spirit of just sharing where my heart is at today, more than, more than, more than usual, just because of the matzav, I'm kolkach abemet. I, I trust the Rebbe Shleilam will help us wipe out our enemies. It's not the enemies I have any kind of concern about. Bemet. Yemach shemam v'zichram. It's about the coma within Am Yisrael. That is what is much more nerve-wracking, to me at least. And yet, if we're put in such a door, it means that Hashem believes in us, not to convince everybody anything, but it's to, it's to be giborei chayot, to be lovers of Hashem, talmidei chachamim, 
Mamash Talmidei Chachamim, really learning, learning Torah again. And I, when I say meaning learning Torah again, I'm meaning Be'emet, learning not just Shas and Poskim and Rishonim and Achronim. It's knowing, like, like people that love Tanya, knowing, the ta- knowing Tanya and all these stories about the Alter Rebbe, right? The same way that you know Sefer Shoftim. The same way that we know that, that we that Mamish are holding with every Sipur in the Navi. I mean, it's all based from there anyway. Nachon? I feel like I'm preaching to, to, to a certain choir over here. But well, we have people in our Chevra, not just sitting here. We have people, like Rev Eli. You know, these are, we understand that Chevra, it's at a certain point we got so caught up in details that we forgot what the details are based on and what they're learned from. And what happens when you do that is that you're stuck with all these, all these like mysterious nefesh to crack codes of details when, when really the stories of the Torah and of the Nevi'im and the Ksuvim are, are spelling it out very, very, very clear. V'chein, the Gemara says, Amar Shimshon lifnei HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ribono Shel Olam, Shimshon Tzete Hashem, Master of the World, Amazing. Shimshon was the judge for 20 years in Am Yisrael. And when he came and pleaded before God, he said, please remember that when I was, the, when I was governing over them, I never asked one of them for, even, for, for 20 years to even move a, a staff, a stick, from one place to another place for me. Meaning his midot of Shimshon were so hagunot, that's the point that he's stressing here. Shimshon was such a Baal Midot. He was so considerate. He was so compassionate. He had compassion in the place where compassion needed to be. His name is even like the name of God. His name comes from his name comes from the word, the name Shemesh, right? So he's saying just like God protects the whole world from this from, with, with the sun, Shemshon was protecting all of Am Israel. The Medrash tells us Yaakov Avinu thought that Shemshon is going to be Mashiach. Meaning he goes to a place of like, oh my God, I thought he was going to be Mashiach. I have to go out now and, 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 and talk about salvation now when I see that, that this, who I thought Mashiach isn't going to be Mashiach. I have to bring now the, the energy of Mashiach into the air because I thought that he was Mashiach. Yaakov Avinu. Yashachar. Like we said, I never even asked anyone to do the smallest little favor for me. Like even like move a staff or a staff, move a Nothing stick for me. Like a, it's like Moshe Rabbeinu when he says Lo Chamor Echad Mehem Nasati, right? He says in Parshas Korach. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, I didn't ask anyone for anything to do for for me. I was it was mamash just about them. I never used my governance. I never used my sovereignty for any hanaat smit. Say no. Tzadik ze. And he lived his life every single day. Every single day being, being a zealot for Bnei Israel and to demand their revenge of what happened to them with the plishtim. 
כמו שנאמר, השם אלוקים זוכרני נא, you all know the famous ניגון, who said this, right? We all know it, but who said it? זוכרני נא וחזקני נא, אך הפעם הזה אלוקים ויינקמה נקם אחת משתי עיניים מפלישתים. We know the ניגון, but what do the words mean? Remember me, strengthen me, this, this time Hashem, and I will avenge the vengeance from both of my eyes from the plishtim. What did the plishtim do to Hashem, Sean? Hmm? Yeah. You know that some of these animals did this to our brothers. Yeah. We're asking you, Hashem, to bring down, to bring down the Nakama that the world has never seen before, for your sake. Because it's a chil of your name, Hashem Yitzbarak. That on Shabbos Simchas Torah, Ayyid gets his eyes plucked out in front of his wife and his children. So yes, we are asking you, HaKadosh Baruch in a revealed manner. And if we don't, we're sick in our heads, Chavra. ואפשר לומר שביקש נקמה רק על אחת משתי עיניו שנקרו הפלישתים. כי ידע שחלק מהמעשה בא כעונש על מעשיו. Perhaps he only asked נקמה for one of his eyes that the פלישתים plucked out. Why? Because he knew that part of what happened to him was a little bit of an honest for his actions, כמו שאמרו חז"ל, שמשון בעיניו מרד. שמשון in his own, he knew, he felt that he was מורד, he, he rebelled, שנאמר, ויאמר שמשון אל אביו because of the woman that he, that, he, that, he, that he took. Maybe that he felt like afterwards he shouldn't have taken because she was the downfall. She was the beginning of the downfall. The woman that he took. Because the Lashon that he uses, because she's Yashar in my eyes, right? And Shimshon's request was answered by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a lot more about Shimshon. There's a lot, a lot of Pneumius about Shimshon HaGibor. There's a lot of different Midot of Koach, Oz, Gvura, and Anava that we see from the learning, the Pneumius of the story of Shimshon HaGibor, Shimshon HaShofet. Um, just to, you know, someone attempted yesterday to make me laugh. But he sent it to me from North America, and I, I this wasn't, I, from here he tried to make me laugh. So I just want to say, as I'm reading this, is that I had probably the worst date of my life at Kever Shimshon, just saying. Not with my wife, with, with someone else. You know where Kever Shimshon is? Kever Shemesh, next to his father, Manoach, it's right here. Bichlal, I shouldn't even have been close to that area. I wasn't on the Kever, but in the area... You know, we're living in a time where it's talking about Shimshon. Oh, he's, you know, he's buried right here, 25 minutes away from here. You know, it's unbelievable. The other day when I was on the road up north, I was looked to the side. I was like, wow, Kever Shimon ben Yaakov, right over here. Look to the left. Wow, Kever ben Yamin. Ben, you know where ben Yamin's buried? Kever ben Yamin? You ever been? Kever ben, ben Yamin. Ben Yamin ben Yaakov. Right on the outskirts of Kfar Saba. Kever ben Yamin. Oh, on the highway. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Kamochen. Now we get to the part that everyone likes to learn the opposite of what we're saying. Who? Shimon and Levi. Uh, let's unpack Shimon and Levi for a second, okay? Let's, let's unpack this, this sugya. 
If I didn't tell you, if we just opened up Shimon and Levi, I'll pee the way that we've learned Shimon and Levi. What's the maskana? What's the maskana about Shimon and Levi? How they did something wrong. That they did something wrong. And what's the proof that they did something wrong? Yafeh. We're going to get to the same maskana in a very different way. In a brilliant way. Like only a Tamil Chacham can show us. Tamil Chacham Atzum. Look at this. They avenged the vengeance of Dina. We're on the bottom of Kuf Kav Gimel. Whoever says that their action with Shechem was a sin is wrong and To'eh. You know what? You know what? To'eh. Like why does he use a double lashon over here? So to'eh and to'eh, to'eh means you're mistaken, and to'eh means you're misleading others as well. What's a to'eva? To'eh, Gemara says, to'eh ataba, it's a, it's a deviation, meaning you're misleading, right? So to'eh v'to'eh means you're mistaken, and you're also misleading, okay? Ki'in etziva, this is very, very deep. Ki'in etziva, Kadosh Baruch Hu Lemor, setting up camp. Each camp, each shevet sets up camp based on their, on their flag, on their degel. Each, each had a tribe, had a certain siman. Mapa a map and a tseva. It was all, it was a beautiful thing. It was all like what was on the breastplate of Aaron Akoyan. There was a certain kind of design, and based on this, the division of the camps were made. Each tribe had its, had its representation, right? Kol shevet veshevet nasi shelo, tseva mapa shelo, shel avno. And every tribe had its own color, and its color was, was connected, was very similar to the tseva of its evan, of, its, of the, stone. the stone that represented it on the breastplate of Aaron Akoyim. Shimon pitada. What was on the, the flag of the tribe of Shimon, the city of Shechem? Let me ask you, Hefer. If what Shimon did was so wrong, how in the world could the, could the city of Shechem be on his degel? As they're as they're as they're representing themselves within Machne Israel. That's one thing. How could have God instructed that Shimon, when he camps, he should be he should be showing everyone, look at this chet that I did. God would have, that's not how Hashem Yisbarach would have ever instructed the Shvatim to, to Lachnot. I say Lachnot to, uh, to camp. So when they would encamp, the way that they would be represented was through the, 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 through the city of Shechem. Ma'od, Shemarzo Mefaresham, the Marzo, I looked yesterday what he was referring to. I, it's a, I think it's an Achron, his name was Rebzev Wolf Einhorn. I'll check again, because I, I wasn't sure about this uh, this Rashi Tevot, but I saw a certain Achron here on, on Midrash, which would make sense over here. 
שמרזור מפרש שם שכם על הגבולה ומסילות נפשם בשכם. Because why, did, why was the city of Shechem on the flag of Shevet Shimon? For the Gvura and the mysterious Nefesh that they had in Shechem. Ve'af she'levi haya ito. Now even though Levi was with him, Shimon haya gadol ve'aikar, ve'zeo shivcho al-shekina al-aznut. He was older, it was maybe more him, and it's his shevach that he was zealous over the znut that happened to his sister. I have a question for all of us. Hashem Barach right now is giving us a chance to, to draw a new map and a new degel. Not literally, I, I, you understand what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think, what do you think that degel and that map should look like? Kfaraza. Beiri. Kfaraza. You're going there, I'm... Of yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm going, you're, you're going there? I'm going, I'm going about uh, okay. 200 meters from here. This, it goes to the, according to the city where the... I'm talking about right, oh, because here, here we have like a chavra that are giving out... Harbite. It's, it's all, you understand, it's, it's, <coughs> there's been such a chil Hashem in so much of Eretz Yisrael, it's not to be believed. Since we came back and built this country with blood, sweat, and tears, there's been an ongoing chilu Hashem that has been kilu ignored, a certain illusion. Right? Mm-hmm. Like whenever I've gone into the, 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 the mamad with my children, you know, one of the things I say is, you want to see how much we're giborim? And I ask them, do you know how many times Children your age have been running into the mamad for years since they're born. That's their whole life down south. But we allowed it to continue to happen for whatever the reasons were. So to merit, this is, this is what I'm trying to say, Chavra. There'll always be someone that says, and this is a famous line in politics, Dvarim mikan lo misham. Have you heard that line before? Mm-hmm. Very dangerous line. That means, oh, listen, when you get to the head of the, of, of the seat, there's things that you can't see in, until you're there, which then brings in all these shikulim zarim, right? All these, how do you say shikulim zarim? Uh, Second guessing. Considerations. Yes, which, which, which basically end up causing terror on Jewish children for more and more and more. Hashem Baruch is telling us right now, listen, this was a moment of supernatural Hester Panim, Me'ala Teva, that happened on Simchas Torah. But there were plenty of moments for years and years and years that it wasn't like that. We made it Ki'ilu, it's like that too. Waking up from the coma is understanding that Hashem is saying, right now, the Am that's alive right now in Eretz HaKodesh, that has all the backing in the world from those that matter most right now, which are the Chayalim, to write a new map, to write a new degel, to put something new on there. And you know, Rav Ginsburg was once asked, why, he, why didn't you follow, why didn't you become a Talmud of Rav Kahana? He said, because I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a mystic, and this, was, for me, wasn't, can't represent me. Because this was like, you know, the never again sign, right? And as much as we're learning this stuff, this stuff without the ruach and the neshama of the Baal Shem Tov, is also chaser. However, right now, this is Hora'at Sha'a, because it's, mil- it's Et Milchama. Et Lisno. 
There's a concept. Shlomo HaMelech said this. Et lisno. And I saw a crazy achron yesterday that I learned with the guys in the kola. I think it was the Nitziv that said this. That et lisno actually means et laharov. That's actually what it means. Like that's, the, that's what the time is right now. It, it, a time to kill. Hashem should give, give our chayalim all the protection in the world to wipe, wipe out. And, 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 and there should be a nais teva that these chatufim should come home. And we should have enough guts to be a call, even if we still sound like we're crazy. Although I'll tell you, Ari asked me before Shir, what's been the feedback from this Shirim? Because this is, imagine if I started this year in Elul this year, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Imagine, imagine that, right? Imagine, like, that, that shows how crazy we are. I've been dying to do these shiurim for years already. But imagine that. Imagine we would do these shiurim in Elul this year, right? What are you talking about? There's about to be peace with Saudi Arabia. What are you going crazy? What are you doing over here, right? So, even though right now it may seem that this is still ki'idu like hamiut, it's minority, there are certain times in life where you really don't have any sfekot at all. At all. Sometimes you have sfekot, right, about things. Sometimes you have no sfekot at all about what's the Torah of today. We're living in a moment of our life that every single time we're, we're bold enough to open our eyes and wonder what is the Torah of today, there's less and less suffolk. There's less and less suffolk. What's, I, I'll answer you, Ari. I answered you before. I want everyone to know. What's been the feedback from these shirim? You should know. And I'm, 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 I'm not proud to say it because it pains me to the deepest depths that it took this to learn this. The feedback has been, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It hasn't been, let's go kill everyone. No, mapitom, not that. It hasn't been, mavet la'aravim. That's, that's not the, because that's not what we're saying either. I feel like the feedback has been, thank you for allowing us to, to give us a chance to be a kiddush Hashem. Because there's been such a chilol Hashem. That is the kav I want to continue and be very focused on that forever. I want the map that we're drawing right now to be a map of Kiddush Hashem. In the world that we're living in, Kiddush Hashem means a removal of a chilol Hashem. And there was a tremendous chilol Hashem in the world. And in the outside of the world, there's the most tremendous chilol Hashems that our generation has ever seen. Has ever seen. And I personally don't think that going up to someone that's taking off the, the, the signs with the, what are you doing? And, and as, if, as if like, you know, that's, is that my order of Jewish pride that there's someone that's going up to someone with the camera and saying, what are you doing taking off the, yes, you know what it does? It brings more shame, shame. Well, there was this Talmud Chacham that in the 60s already smelled this happening. And he formed something that, oh, he formed something that would never enable anyone to have the chutzpah to do what they're doing now to pictures of Jewish children 
on the streets of the world. There's a thing called Tzva Haganah Israel, and then there was something called Haliga Lehaganat HaYehudim. It's the same concept, JDL. And there were Hevra in that, in, that, in that place that, yes, they were the hotheads, of course, they're burning 25 years after Auschwitz. You expect people to turn that off? Children of survivors. Of course it's going to be there. Now we thought, you know, there was a Torah that we taught many times from Reb Shlomo and the Ishbitzer about the, we couldn't give any, any Torah over to, to the young youth of the 60s, the ones that were really looking for spirit, because we were still so filled with anger from, from Auschwitz. Right? And it was justified. Like the Kohen, the Impashas Emor, the Ishbitzer says a Kohen can't go into a cemetery because death is the opposite of life. Death is what brings a person to have a tar omet, some kind of anger on Hashem. And we were, our teachers were too much metameh from the death of Auschwitz that we couldn't really give that over to the door. But then Reb Shlomo said, but now we're further and further away from that anger, and now our teachers are able to give it over again, and all the spiritual ones that are in India, that are looking for it everywhere, can come back home, Right? That is probably what gets me angrier than anything right now. Is that the real spiritual seekers are again faced with the door of people that have very justified anger again. And the greatest challenge I'm finding right now is to be able to give over the Dvar Hashem today without the rage and without the anger. And it's such a dichotomy. Do you hear the, the tension between the two things? Mm-hmm. It's such a dichotomy. Yeah. You know, I just have to say this because I've had a lot of... Uh... Speak, speak louder, if you don't mind. Like on a mountain, yelling at God. What are you doing? Well, how could you do this to us? Okay. But the difference this time, I gave you missiles. I gave you soldiers. I gave you tanks. Do it! What are you waiting for? Meaning the Tana now really isn't on a ship. The Tana now in this generation is on us. He gave us everything that we need to do the job. I'm so happy you, you said that because it's exactly, exactly what I feel too. I don't have, there's no, there is no, I'm, the more I'm speaking to people, it's, there isn't this Hashem anger, it's more... What? What? What is going on? Do you realize? Do you realize that they are kidnapped, and people are saying we have to release them from from uh, from from being kidnapped and bring them back home? Do you know where they're kidnapped? In home. We created this, right? We spoke about this in the Shiva Right? We spoke about this. I don't say the word laartsam. We just say lebeitam. Because they're already in their land. The Mishaberach we're doing today was written by Rav Goren in the time where there was chatufim outside of the of the of the land. So it's even in the nusach that we have saying we should return them home to their to their land. They're kidnapped on their land, and I I'm I'm a Jeremy, I agree with you a million a million million percent. It's, like, it's just an, a, a crazy thing. What are you screaming at me for? I, 
I gave you everything. Look what you did with this. You created a people that's not a people. That's what we were speaking about on Shabbos. That I, whoever wasn't here, I don't allow the P word in this shul. It's not a word I've ever... I only said it one time in shul on Shabbos because I, I, I wanted to explain exactly what I was talking about. This is an hamtsa'ah of a people. So the anger... Now, now here's where it gets even trickier. Because I can't afford right now to be angry at my own people. I have to first demolish the enemy. And I know this is a tough one. This is one of the toughest ones. Trust me, I put up that post with Naftali Bennett last week. It was one of the, that was one of the greatest nisyonas of the last few weeks. And I got a lot of flack. People were texting me afterwards saying, how could you show a picture of you shaking that person's hand? I said, because before he's a politician, Hashem decided that he's, that he's Jewish, and all of them are. And all of them are. All of them are. And because I'm a... T- I hopefully, I'm a, I, I pray that if there's something that I'm, that, I, that I'm connecting to the Baal Shem Tov, is believing in the Kedushas of the Klal. I, I have to believe in that as well. But right now, and it's, and it's getting, as this war is being schlepped out for uh, way too long, just listen to one podcast of Moshe Feiglin from the last few weeks to get your heads on even, even clearer. I wish he had better English. But if you know Hebrew, just watch one of them, okay? He's on every day at 5 p.m. And he's bringing in people that are not confused, okay? Shimon was not confused. Shimon and Levi were not confused. Shimshon wasn't confused. Hashemid Barach, what was this relationship with Shimon and Levi? Let's go back inside. Now look at the bottom here. Gam bepirke de Rebeliezer shibchu et Shimon vet Levi. Veginu raket nesi shevet Shimon shezanaim amidianit. Chazal praised Shimon and Levi. The only person they had a problem with was someone else from the tribe of Shimon. Who's that? Zimri. Ginu raket nesi shevet Shimon shezanaim amidianit. Veze lishono. Shimon velevi kinu elaznut. Shimon and Levi had jealousy over the, the znus that happened in Am Yisrael. Shneemar, hakezonaya aset achoteinu. That was their response to their father Yaakov when he says to them, how could you do what you did? And they said, will we let him make our sister into a prostitute? V'anasi shel shevet Shimon lo zachar ma sha'asa skano velo ga'ar bebachore Yisrael ela hu be'atzmo befarhes yaba biznut alamidyanit. Shimon's anakul forgot how his great-grandfather acted. And not only did he not stand up and take a stand against the znus that was happening with Nos Midian, he himself ended up having relations in front of everyone with a Midianite woman. Now look, now, now here's where it gets very interesting. The act was for sure not a chet, Ela mesilut nefesh al nekama bim koma ubizmana hanachon. It was mesilus nefesh for a revenge in its place and in its right time. 
ומי שמעיין היטב במקרא יראה שאף יעקב לא נזף בשמעון או בלוי בטענות של מוסר, כאילו המעשה היה בלתי מוסרי. Now you want to go at Yaakov's problems with Shimon and Levi? Let's, let's have the guts to look a little bit deeper than in the Pesukim. He's saying over here, Yaakov, and, Yaakov did not, לא נזף, how do you say נזף? שיחת נזיפה. Reprimand. He didn't reprimand, thank you. Shimon and Levi saying, you know, you have problems with מוסר, it was unethical. יעקב אבינו פחד רק מתוצאות המעשה והסכנה שתצא ממנו, כמו שכתיב, אכרתם אותי להבישני ביושב הארץ הכנעני בפריזי, ואני מתי מספר, ונאספו עליי, ויכוני ונשמת יני בביתי. יעקב אבינו הוא אומר, listen, you did that, but it's only me here, and you left me in a state of worry. That's what he was worried about. Not the act that Shimon Levi did, but the possible consequences. of what may, have hap- what, what may have come from their ma'aseh. And what's their response? They hear their Abba, they listen, but then they answer. He's going to make our sister into a prostitute? I, I, I'm not pushing anyone to watch any footage, but there is one thing that I saw. I saw an, uh, an edus of a guy that went into one of the rooms where one of our sisters was raped. And he found her raped body with, with horrific things on her back, on her dead back. And weak Yidin are still saying, but... But what is it going to look like in the world if we go and demolish where they came from? What is it going to look like? And there's some Yidin that are screaming, HaKezonaya Seet Achotenu? Klomar, Vadai She'en Kan Ma'aseh Shel Chet, the act of Shimon and Levi, of what they did, is for sure not a Chet. כי נקמנו את נקמת אחותינו שעשו איתה מעשה שלא יעשה. Because we avenged an act that, an act that should never have been and can't be in this world. See, what happened to us can't be in this world. ולגבי מה שאתה מפחד מהגויים, הרי בחילול השם חייב אדם למסור את נפשו. When it comes to חילול השם, person has a chiyuv to give his life for it. וכן אמרו חז"ל, אמר רב יהודה בר סימון, מדרש אמברשיס רבא, אחורה הייתה אחווית וצללנו אותה, ויאמרו הכזונה, אמרו, מה הם נוהגים בנו כבני אדם של הפקר? ואכן, לאחר שענו לו בניו, אין זכר בפרשה לתשובה מיעקב לטענתם, אלא הפרשה ממשיכה, ויאמר אלוקים אל יעקב, קום עלה בית אל. When he says, What does Yaakov Avinu say back to them? Huh? Nothing. Hala. Torah continues. Everyone always loves to learn out the opposite warped understanding of the story of Shimon and Levi by ignoring how Yaakov Avinu responded to them when they got up and said, Abba, Abba, it's your daughter. No, they actually said, Achotenu. The Pnimius is, Abba, if it's my sister, 
It's your daughter. Ari, that's the, the Litvishan you still has to... <laughs> I understand, I understand. I'm saying, because we're always trying to dash in deeper. It's, a, it's, a, it's rhetorical. It would have been too easy to say, Abba, your daughter. Then, then, he, then he would have said, then I would have decided what to do with it. So they say, it's my sister. It was and Leah's that's what, daughter. And what I'm saying is, I don't want to like get into, but it was Leah's daughter, and they always felt like Leah was rejected or second, and they're saying it's our sister. That's what we're defending her. It should be you defending it because it's your daughter. It's, it was almost like... Nachon, nachon. But it's even, but it's, but it's also saying, it's true. You're saying, Abba, like, if you felt... It's hard for me to talk this by Yaakov Avinu. Because what we're really this saying is, is if, you felt, if you felt as close to her as we did, then you would do this, and not us. Nachon? Yeah, yeah. raises the white flag. He's like, you're right. He doesn't, he doesn't answer. That's the point. The next, the next pasuk is, Okay, Hashem talks to Yaakov. Okay, kum ale beit el. Yala. Story continues. Story continues. Elamai. What are we stuck with? We're still stuck with, we, we can't just patter ourselves. We have to understand, though, how he talks about them in Parashat Vayechi. We still have to understand how he ends up, how, the, how, how he, you know, we're, we're not trying to choose and pick what makes us feel good. We have to also address everything, right? And this is important for us. We're going to end with this. Who else said that they, what they did was right? Is there anything called innocent civilian, innocent casualties, innocent civilians? Huh? Bystanders. The Ramam tells us clearly. Goyim archayav in shivas mitzvahs b'nei noach. What's one of the shiva mitzvahs b'nei noach? Establishing what? Courts. Establishing a justice system, right? They all saw that Shechem was over Al-Gezel, that he took what wasn't his. No one said anything. And the Rambam says over here, Hem yadu, hem ra'u v'yadu v'lo danuhu. And the Ramban, Bepirusho Torah, Cholek al Rambam, v'zeh l'shono. Aval inyan Shechem, ki b'nei Yaakov b'avu shayu anshei Shechem reshaim, v'damam chashuv lehem kamayim, ratzu linakem mehem b'cherev nokemet, v'hargo ha-melech v'chol anshei iro, ki avadav hem, so the Ramban says, how, what is, how, is the, how does the Ramban hold this? He says, by Shechem, these people were such Rishayim, and they wanted to, there was, a, there was like a personal, it, it's like they really, it got to their blood. And they killed everyone because they listened to the king. Meaning, the Ramban says, kind of, it was Nekama, but it wasn't necessarily the most thought out Nekama. What's the pshat of that pasuk? It makes it very hard for everything that we learned right now. Because what does Yaakov Avinu say to them on his deathbed? How do, you, how do, you, how do we usually normally like, learn that out? Shimon and Levi? Who are they? Hotheads. Hotheads. Hatshuvah is It's true. Bevadai. Acharei sheyishivu Shimon ve'levi et ma sheyishivu li Yaakov, ha'chizunai ha'aset ha'chateinu, 
After they said to him, back to him, are, they gonna, are we going to let them make our daughter into a prostitute? Who shatak He did, he was silent, he, he accepted what they said. From all the reasons we mentioned above. Killing Shechem, was, the act of killing Shechem was no chet. It was a great mitzvah of revenge and mysterious nefesh. Because of this, like we said before, that's why the city of Shechem is embroidered in the, in the, in the flag of Shevet Shimon. But afterwards, we see that Shimon and Levi, Hitnakel means uh, inst- like a Hitnaklut. You know, how do you say that word? It started up with, with Yosef and thought of killing him. When the Torah says that they were like starting up with him to, to end his life, the Midrash says that was Shimon and Levi. Remember the brothers say, one brother says to the other, Hey, dream, dreamer boy is coming here. Let's take care of business. Mihem ish el achiv. Who are the who is one brother to the other? Shimon velevi. Vechen veikachu veishlichu oto abora. When it says they took him and they threw him into the bora, veikachu ktiv mizai miayaze. Shimon the midrash says. Veimatay paralo lehalan veikach meitam et Shimon. And then when did Yosef Yosef atzadik kind of pay it back? When he, when he was one that threw Shimon in jail and didn't let him leave when they were in Egypt, when the brothers were all in Egypt. Yaakov Avinu was basically saying that thing, that, that hot-headedness eventually caused Yosef to be sold. The mechira. You caused the mechira to happen. Kasher shamay Yaakov avinu et kol zeh nidham, vehevin she al af shamaase shasu b'shchem haya maase shel nekama u'mitzvah vechova. That even though the action that happened in Shchem was an action of nekama and was a mitzvah and was an obligation, ach hagorem hameniya shelem ba'asiyat hamaase haya mechoar. He says, I know, this is it's shocking that he's saying this, but it's, if we're learning Torah for real, we have to look at the whole picture. What does it mean that ha-meniyah shalem ba-asiyat ha The motivation. The motivation was ugly, meaning it didn't come from a place of, of sitting down for Mayrev and doing his bodies before Mayrev, singing a nigun about Ose Shalom Imraimav, and then coming to the conclusion that Nekama should happen. Meaning, it came from a, and it's obviously Adam Karov Atma, Of course, it did. It came from such a, it came from such a place inside that he's saying over here, it wasn't, it was ugly. The the menia was ugly. It wasn't over there. Hashem seen around. Not necessarily. Exactly. 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 Could be. Yeah. The the shorsho hayaberishut shel kas. Its root was in the root of anger. And that's what I want to talk about right now. And I'm going to end with this. I know it's late, but it's very important. 
I don't know anyone that wants nakama because of it's rooted in anger today. The root that we want nakama is not rooted in anger. It's mamish rooted in love. <coughs> That's the tizdamnut that our door has. I know it's hard for us to understand such a thing. But the root of today's door, even though we should be fuming like we never were fuming before, the nakama's root is not there. We have an arsenal of avat chinam and of avat Israel. And when it's coming from that place, then even Yaakov Avinu would give a bracha over it. It's so hard to get there. That's probably, that's probably, and that's why I was telling before, that's probably the biggest obstacle here to actually not love for them. There's hatred towards evil. Lolit Balbel. Stay focused. And the kama like never before needs to happen to this made-up nation. Very, very clear. The big, that's not the hardest part. <coughs> The hardest part is that the mania, the drive, is mamish about the chilul of Hashem and out of ahavat Hashem. That the greatest left winger today, if, the, if there are a few chavers still left, would come to the same conclusion that in the name of all the love of his ideals and morals that, that he's lived with till today, would come to the same conclusion. Interestingly, there are plenty of that chavr today. Not enough. Plenty. That is a big, big nisayon in Avodah Hashem. I know it's hard for some of you to hear. But Yaakov Avinu is Saba Yisrael, and at the end, after he justifies the act, but he's saying future dorot, he's saying, your people of love, do the action, but do it out of love. Hard. Seemingly impossible. You know how much you have to dive into Hashem to be able to act like this? Do you know what kind of an intimate relationship with Rabbi Hashem you have to have? you know how much chassidus you have to have in your blood to act like this? Do you know how much Alter Rebbe you have to have in your being? And how much Rabbi Nachman you need to have in your being? How much visualizations from the Ish Kredish you have to be breathing with in order to act like this? See, this is demanding of all of us to go higher and higher like we never did before. Nothing's the same anymore. Nothing. Nothing is the same. So I'm just going to end this paragraph. Shudavar <laughs> As much as we want to justify our caste, the Gemara says, anger causes a person to have types of hell be angry at him, to, to control him. And even the Shekhinah is kilu nothing in front of him because when you're in anger, you're hijacked. And it even causes you to forget what you learn and it adds tipshut to yourself. Ve'od amru chazal, im chacham hu, chokhmato mistaleket mimeno. If a person is a chacham, but he has, he's consumed by anger, his wisdom leaves him. And if he's a prophet, his prophecy also leaves him as well. 
והכל בגלל גאווה וגסות רוח. And, and, and therefore he continues over here, and we'll end with this, that he saw that really by them there was a menia which is justified, because it was kas, but that's not, that can't still be the way that we go about life. So here we're stuck in a very, very tight, tight spot. That's why we're only in the middle of this. We're tight in a tight spot because how, how are we supposed to be able today, the emet, to want what we know needs to happen and it not coming from anger. That is one of the hardest things in the world. But it's possible. Yeah. I don't think the anger itself is wrong, because that's impossible, but the root needs to be loved. I mean, it's not that we hate the Arabs, it's that we love the Khatufim. If the base is the love of Khatufim, I can hate all of them and want to eliminate them. It's just that the root, I mean, the first core things, needs to be the Avav Israel. And not just the Khatufim. Right. That's where it's, that's easy. My, even the love for those that have mamish, for whatever the reasons, look like they've brought Am Yisrael into a mabul of confusion. Yidin. Yidin. If, and, and, I, and this is something very important that I want to say. As much as we're learning his Torahs, I don't want any of us to end up like him. Not his end, chas v'shamam. We should all live ad me'avah but you know why he was became such an angry person? Do you know why he became so angry? Because everyone thought he was crazy and no one gave him the time of day. And the Jewish establishment looked at him like he was nuts. And they shut him up and outlawed him here. And I'm re- doing a lot of reading right now about how on earth that was even possible to happen through a democracy. Just crazy stuff. If you hand out his books today in the army, you'll get arrested. So, Only his books. So we still have to we have to we have to make sure that we we we, we learn out our mahalach of chayim and speak about this kind of context and never ever ever lose the chibur with the people that you feel connected to about these imyanim because we cannot feel alone and I'm telling you now we're mamish not alone. This is the Dibur. We're going to look back at a Tkufa when this wasn't the Dibur and we're going to cry and laugh at the existence of the Jewish people when this wasn't the Dibur. We are. We are. Now we're not alone. We're not alone. And it's only more and more like this. And it's only because of love and because of, uh, a lot of people like to say, this kind of Torah we can't learn because it'll make us lose our humanity. There's this one Chap about losing humanity. In order to maintain your humanity, there's one thing you have to make sure you still are. Alive. This is war. This is war. We lost humanity on October 7th. We lost life on October 7th. And now Am Yisrael is waking up out of a coma and being alive again. And we should have the privilege to be those that are mevaser, that have something to share with the world that what it actually needs, what it needs to hear. And Hashem is Baruch, only you can give us the magical kingdom of being a healthy Shimon and Levi. Only you could do it. Only you could do it. I know what, we're so sorry. We have to do such tshuva and beg you for forgiveness for so much misconceptions and so many of tunnels that we dug for ourselves and put ourselves into. But please take us out of there and please give us another chance. 
To... To make you proud. To make you proud. And to make your name greater in the world, for real. For real, for real, for real. Amen.